All right, hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Pounds to Kilos. We are on the eve of the 2020 CrossFit Open. It still seems weird to call it 2020 because it's 2019, but 2020 CrossFit Games season open, if that makes sense. It's, uh, it's got a funny um, feel about it. It's not the normal time of year that we do the Open. It, uh, it doesn't have the same sense of build-up that we've had towards it. However, in the last week, especially with Dave Castro posting some stuff on Instagram, all of a sudden I feel like it's gained a lot of momentum in the gym and uh, I actually think it might be quite refreshing to do it at this time. Um, today's episode is the five open workouts that we do not want to see repeated slash you do want to see them repeated because they're so awful um, this is purely my personal experience with these workouts obviously everyone will have their own little list of these were the worst five but i've done all the opens i've been around crossfit since the first one and uh, some of these workouts some of you will will have seen others you're perhaps like oh what year was that from so um, I'm going to talk you through what the workout was, um, why it was so bad for me, and um, yeah, just basically um, recall some highlights, if you want to call them that, highlights um, of the Open. So the first workout that I do slash don't want to see repeated is from 2011, and it is a five-minute AMRAP of a squat clean that was worth one rep and a jerk. And the weights at this thing were 75 kegs for men, and I believe it was 52.5 if you're converting pounds to kilos. That was such a horrific workout, and, and here's why. In 2008 at the CrossFit Games, they had heavy grace, which was basically 70 kegs for gents. It was like 47 and a half for, for women or something like that. And um, it was for time. And uh, people like Jason Kalipa did uh, 30 reps in like two and a half minutes and then Miko Salo redid it in his documentary in the next year. So people were sort of using that as somewhat of a, uh, I guess like, a, okay, this is how many reps are possible in this workout. So five minutes effectively of a clean and jerk, squat clean at that weight. A lot of people sort of set their sights for like 30 reps, maybe high 30s. Um, in the end, the winner of this was the one and only Rich Froning for the men. He got 46 reps. I believe that was the highest score for this. Look, it's just so simple, this workout, but if you've done anything like this before, you'll know that this is just so much legs. Having to pull it off the ground and squat it, it just, it just began to, to gas people so much earlier than, it thought, than they thought it would. And um, actually, I remember judging this and sort of people doing, like this is not an exaggeration, people would do 11 reps in the first minute and then do 11 reps in total for the next four minutes. It just smashed people. It was the perfect weight, 75 and 52 and a half, a weight that an experienced CrossFitter would look at and be like, oh yeah, there's no, no issues there, but um, really took its toll quite quickly. So uh, that's the first, and remember, we're in no particular order right now, workout that one, I wouldn't want to do again, but geez, I'd love to see it appear just to see, one, what the community's capable of now, and two, uh, you know, sort of like, is it, is it actually as painful as I remember it if I have to do it again? Okay, first workout. Second workout from the CrossFit Games Open workouts that we do not want to see repeated, and I feel like a lot of people, even if they weren't around when this first got dropped, will have done this since, and it is, of course, a seven-minute AMRAP. Now, I don't know how many seven-minute AMRAPs there's actually been in the CrossFit Games Open, so some of you will have picked this already a seven minute AMRAP of burpees. 
If you want to get really specific, it was to a six inch touch. Okay, why was this so bad? And why would I not want to see it done again? Slash, I do want to see it again. Um, this was a great leveler. Um, really what this did was bring back a workout that both CrossFit Games athletes and your novice CrossFitter would have to approach in almost exactly the same way. I'm not saying the scores were the same, but in terms of the mindset to get through seven minutes of pain of just monotonous work, everyone had to sort of just grit and bare their teeth. I, I've coached this workout a lot since it was programmed in 2012, and I always say the same thing about it, which is you need to go out at a pace which you think is too fast because whatever you think is too fast is exactly spot on. You'll begin to hurt earlier than you want to, but then you'll be able to push through that hurt. Um, this was a workout that like people had all these crazy pacing strategies and metronomes and things like that. Um, in the end, uh, it was won by, it was a, a draw, I believe, in the men's. And uh, I think in the women's, there was a games athlete that took it out, but the men's winner was a, a Russian uh, aerobics instructor and Scott Panchak, who both got 160 burpees. Um, people, people really thought that 100 burpees in this would be a, like a, a fairly sort of, oh yeah, that's, that's not too hard to do type thing. But the six inch touch means that when you program this at the affiliate, there's not a heap of people that, that get over 100 in this workout. Obviously, those that are going to regionals or those that are highly competitive, top 500 in their country or whatever it is, probably are getting over 100. But uh, it's, a, it's a pretty brutal test and it's just so simple. Um, I think I'd like to see this programmed again for two main reasons. One, like I said, amazing leveler for everybody. doesn't matter whether or not you can snatch 300 pounds or uh, only just brand new to the snatch you're both gonna do burpees and, and probably have a reasonable skill level at it. And if you've even just joined CrossFit but done some other training, you've probably got some reasonable capacity in it. So it's, uh, it's a great leveler. The, the second reason that I'd like to see it is that it's just, it's just so brutal. Like it's, it's, it's so brutal and it's so simple to set up. It's just like, hey, we're splitting the class in half. Half of you going now, half of you going in, uh, in the second wave. Let's throw down, let's measure up six inches, let's go. Um, it just doesn't require any of the uh, any of the, uh, how would I put it, you know, the warming up to certain weights, the skill development, any of that stuff. All right, workout number three. This one doesn't get spoken about much, but it was really, really horrible. This is from 2012. In 2012, 18-minute AMRAP. And it went like this, 15 box jumps. 24 inch and 20, 12 shoulder to overhead, excuse my writing, at 52.5 and 35, and then nine toes to bar. This is such an elegant triplet. It's, it's really quintessential CrossFit, like a grunt movement, a medium weightlifting movement, and then a, I'd say like a medium to low skill gymnastics movement very accessible workout to, to a lot of people. Nothing about it's super overwhelming, but if you had capacity in something like this, this was 18 minutes of like non-stop and you pretty much wanted to stop from about three minutes on. It's just, it's, it's just it, it really reiterates that the best CrossFit workouts are, are simple and they don't look tricky or super hard on paper. So. People in this workout, no, no one was able to hold like around a minute. That was just a little bit too much of an ask with the, 
with the box jumps, but there were certainly people getting in like the 13, 14 rounds. And um, when we program this at the affiliate, the affiliates that I've worked out, anyone who's getting sort of north of eight rounds is normally in the top, top sort of leaderboard piece of the day. Um, but then people that are only getting like three or four rounds are still getting absolutely smashed from this thing. Um, probably the separator for a lot of people was how they felt about this particular weight here. Like if you felt like it wasn't heavy, then the box jumps became something that you could really go for. If you knew that that was heavy, then the box jumps fried your legs. A lot of people did a push jerk who, who weren't as strong overhead. A number of people did a push press. I, I love programming this uh, in the box. I think it's like, it's one of the most applicable uh, CrossFit open workouts to the um, affiliate class scenario. There's a few good ones that, that work for that, but, uh, but that's probably the best. Um, if you haven't done this workout, I recommend doing it, like even, even if you just do it in between the open workouts that are about to come out in the next few weeks, it's just a, it's just a sweet workout. And I, I really like it to retest this one. So um, yeah, not one that gets brought up very often, but uh, certainly one of the very best. Okay, let's have a look at the fourth of uh, the workouts that I do slash don't want to see repeated. This one actually got repeated already, so I wouldn't say it's impossible, but I'd say unlikely to be repeated again. And this was from 2012, 2013. It is. As many rounds as possible in 12 minutes. And this had some, uh, not some benchmarks as such, but some classic sort of rep schemes that we see for these movements. 150 war balls, 90 double unders, and then 30 ring muscle ups. You know, there's no reason they couldn't do this again. Like, it's, that, that's, that test is always gonna be relevant, isn't it? Um, regular height and weight on the war ball, as many rounds as possible. Um, why is this so bad? Because it basically forces everybody to do Karen, which is not a workout that people like doing or do very often. Karen is 150 war balls for time. So 12 minutes, even someone who's not super proficient at war balls is probably gonna get through 150 war balls. It's asking you to do sort of like, 12 or 13 a minute, which, you know, it's no small ask, but in the first few minutes, if you get ahead of the curb, you're likely to make 150. Then, should you get through the 150, your shoulders and your legs are cooked, you've got to do those double unders, which 90 is not many, but it's an inconvenience. And then obviously, those with ring muscle ups uh, get to go at it. And um, those that don't have them had their little moment of like, can you get your first ring muscle up? And there were plenty of those that were very, very cool. So the reason that this workout is so good and, and I'd like to see it repeated again slash I don't want to do it is that everybody when they see this workout and I shouldn't say everybody that's not true the vast majority of people including coaches and trainers when they see this workout straight away think right I need to dedicate some attention to this because like that's where the, the big dogs go really well in the ring muscle up so I need to like really put my effort into making sure my ring muscle up is on point and it's like you realize 15 more balls in that actually you've got to go through six or seven minutes of war balls to get there, which is going to be absolutely horrific. This was a classic test in that it drew your attention away from where the real workload was. Even those that got to the muscle ups and got through the muscle ups, yes, a number of people got through the muscle ups, definitely did not spend more time doing muscle ups than they did doing war balls. So it was like, I'm not going to say it was a trick as such, but 
it certainly played mind games with people about what they needed to prepare and focus on. And I love open workouts that do that. I also hate open workouts that do that. So um, this is another one that, again, I don't want to see it come up because, oh my God, like I just remember having to look up at that wall for a while. And I'm, I'm actually not bad at doing wall balls, but uh, I wasn't ready for the pain of the wall ball because I was thinking about the ring muscle up. Okay. The last of my list of workouts that I would not want to see repeated slash it has to be repeated at some point, whether it's this year or in the future, or maybe you just throw down at your affiliate and do this, is in my opinion the worst in terms of pain open workout ever. It's never been repeated. A lot of people would think that it's like thruster, burpee over the bar for this one, but for me it's 15.5. And 15.5 is... 27, 21, 15, 9, row, thruster. That is, in my mind, the worst uh, open workout of all time. Um, and the reason that I think that it's not a bad call is that if you watch the video of Matt Fraser and Rich Froning doing it, it's just like those guys are just completely obliterated after doing it. They, they're in a space that you don't normally see them at. Um, why is this so bad? Because everyone can row 27 cows at a pretty decent click and they do so and they're there, then they're completely stuffed for the remainder of the workout. Um, just this combination, just such high power output, but a super accessible workout. The thruster weight was only fran weight, so a lot of people could do this. There was no time cap on it, so people were spending like, you know, 25 minutes doing it. The uh, elites were doing it in sort of like the six, seven minute mark. I think we will see this repeated. Whether or not we see it this year, I don't know. Guys, they're my five worst workouts for the CrossFit Open that you'll ever see. They're the ones I do want to see repeated slash don't want to see repeated. Keep converting pounds to kilos.